Hi there, I'm Shula Neet Bear Lev Tove. You can call me Shula for short, and I'm the entrepreneur's therapist. And I work one-to-one -one with women entrepreneurs to care for their mental and emotional well-being and their money psychology in an era of relentless stressors that make you want to lose your crap on the daily. So failure, this is something that as entrepreneurs, we face all the time. That is to say, not actual failure, but thoughts of failure. So over and over and over again, we experience uh, difficulties, challenges in our business and how we think about them and how we relate to them can make a big difference in our mental and emotional well-being. Uh, so like in my life and my life as an entrepreneur, I've experienced what we might call failures over and over again. I've had several businesses. I co-owned a Steadicam. I was a freelance media and PR consultant, a freelance translator. I had a consulting business, a psychotherapy practice, a holistic clinic, and only two of those could be what would be called successful by objective standards. And so you may have similar experiences where things you've tried didn't work out the way you wanted. And the question becomes, especially in business, where even when we have strategies and plans, uh, much of what we do is kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall in a strategic way and seeing what sticks. Not everything turns out the way we want it to. So how do you take these kinds of repeated blows and keep on going? So there's, there's a couple of strategies that can serve you well, two of which are not taking things personally and if you're rolling your eyes, I'm going to talk about that and how to do it in a moment and learning from your mistakes. So yes, learning, they're both kind of cliche like, right? Oh, learn from your mistakes. Oh, don't take it personally. And when you turn these into practices, when you understand how to use them uh, in your favor, they can be super powerful. So let's talk about not taking failure personally. One of the factors that make entrepreneurs vulnerable to mental health challenges is our tendency to tie our identity and our sense of self-worth to external assessments of success. And so when things are going well, we can tell ourselves good things about ourselves, but when they're going badly, we take it to mean that there's something wrong with us. So we say things like, I'm a terrible entrepreneur. Oh, I'm such a screw up. I can't do anything right. That is what is meant by taking things personally. You take something that happens and make it mean something about you as a human being. Don't take it personally means that whatever's happening is not a moral judgment on you as a human, as a human being. You're still a valid and valuable human regardless of your success in quotation marks or your failure in quotation marks in your business. But when your business becomes your whole self and something goes wrong, it makes you vulnerable to a painful crisis of identity. And in business, as you know, things often go wrong. And so believing there's something wrong with you or something bad about you as a person, when in fact, it's just a hitch in business and attributable to many factors, only one of which is your own independent actions, that only increases your distress. And when you're increasing your distress in this way, it, it has an impact, right? Stress affects your cognition, your thinking and reasoning skills. And when your distress is high, it makes it even more difficult to gather your thoughts, access your creativity, and also your problem-solving skills. 
So when you can understand yourself as separate from your business and as a human being with value apart from your successes and failures, you can build a more balanced sense of identity that you can rely on when you're stressed. So I invite you first to take time to notice the things you're saying to the self, to yourself, and the meaning that you're attributing to what's happening. For example, the fact that the fact may be that your bank account is overdrawn. The meaning you may be attributing to this is, oh, I'm shitty with money because I can't cover my bills, or I'm a terrible business person because I have no clients. Unpacking the facts and differentiating them from the meaning you're attributing to them can make a big difference in your mental health. So I want to note that it's easier said than done, and it's a process that needs to be repeated over and over again. And so it helps a lot to journal on it or to do this kind of unpacking in conversation with someone supportive, like your biz bestie or your coach or your therapist. So how do you fail forward in you know, quotation marks, fail forward and learn from your mistakes? So failure in and of itself does not have to be a catastrophe, but failing to learn from your failure is definitely a missed opportunity. Finding the lessons in failure is what you could call a hindsight practice. And I've included a worksheet in the show notes to support you in working through the process that I'm going to outline here. What's really important in this particular uh, around this particular activity around failing forward and learning from your mistakes is perspective. It takes time. So this is not something that you do when the crap has hit the fan and you're upset and grieving because there are losses that occur when things don't work out and it's appropriate to take time to be with the feelings that come up around that. And then later you can look back and identify what strengths and skills you brought to the situation. And after you've spent some time with the, the appreciating the strengths and skills that you brought to what happened, you can ask yourself how those strengths and skills improved. So you can see how you grew from that particular situation. And then maybe you learned some new skills as well and you can uh, look at those and list them and savor them. You can also be curious about what new information you gained in the course of failure. You can consider this failure in quotation marks as an iteration rather than an endpoint. So think about how that will inform what you're doing now or what you'll do next time you encounter this problem, this particular problem that you're looking at now or something similar or even a new problem. It helps reinforce this mindset shift to share it with others. So after you've done this journaling and reflection, you can share what you learned with supportive folks. And when you choose to tell a story about yourself that demonstrates you're the kind of person who brings your strengths to face challenges, this sense of yourself will serve you well as a motivator when you hit future bumps in the road. An additional benefit of telling your story of resilience is that it helps others. It'll introduce the idea that they too can look at failure differently and become stronger and more skilled as a result. So I invite you to click the subscribe link for if you're listening to this on the podcast. If you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button below. And I look forward to seeing you uh, next time. Thanks so much for listening.